Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and m in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner in the Private Equity M&A Group at Stegman Alley. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Mike Fenton. Mike is the President and Chief Executive Officer of the ACG Toronto. And uh, the ACG, or the Association for Corporate Growth, is really the largest mid-market deal networking community that exists, frankly, uh, globally, and is very active in Toronto. So I'm looking forward to our discussion. And then, Mike, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Mario. Looking forward to it. Mike, I always like to start by uh, asking our guests a little bit about themselves. And so I'd love to know a little bit about yourself and your history. And you've been very active in the ACG now for many years. And then also talking a little bit about uh, about the about ACG Toronto and uh, its past, its history, and, and what it is. Sure. Um, well, I've been with ACG now for seven years, um, uh, leading the organization here in Toronto. We're uh, one of five Canadian chapters uh, with other chapters in Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, and Montreal. Uh, part of a network of 52 chapters in North America. And as you mentioned, we're the oldest and largest, longest-running deal-making association for the mid-market sector in North America. 47 cities in the U.S. that have chapters, and we have about 13,000 members and host about 1,000 events on an annualized basis. So it's a big network. Uh, I came to ACG um, seven years ago uh, with a background in association management, not-for-profit. I've run national not-for-profit organizations, worked in the fundraising sector, and, and earlier in my career worked in the healthcare, government relations, advertising in the sports marketing industry. But at the end of the day, my my background is really about um, operating organizations, you know, from a strategic planning and revenue generation, uh, you know, focus. And, uh, you know, this was a very interesting opportunity to join a, a leading business to business association that uh, that does a lot of good in terms of, you know, promoting uh, and uh, uh, fostering growth in the, the GDP across Canada. Now, Mike, I'm a, a lifelong fan of the ACG. I've been a member for uh, pretty much all my career. Right from the beginning, I saw it as an opportunity and, and a great place to network. And I, I think of the ACG Toronto as, as really the networking place for uh, people who want to do mid-market transactions in Canada. It kind of really does bring together all the different players and, and really goes out of its way to create opportunities to network. And I wonder if, if you could talk about that role that you play in the marketplace and, and really that unique role and, and how you do it, uh, because it is, to me, the the key player when it comes to bringing sources of capital, deal opportunities, you know, buyers and sellers together. Yeah, you're right. It's a very, uh, very unique ecosystem. Um when people, uh, you know, colleagues in the industry are wanting to know more about ACG, how we do, what we do, why we do, I tell them four things. We focus on four key pillars around business. First is on thought leadership. Um, ACG represents, you know, what's not only happening now, but what's going to be happening in the future uh, through our programs and events. So thought leadership is certainly what we lead with. Uh, second would be, there's a, certainly a social and relationship building side to our business, which as we all know is very important, even though I've been working virtually for the last two years, it's still about people working with people, putting deals together. Third would be professional development. Um, a lot of our member companies use ACG events and programs for not only themselves, you know, if they're senior executives, but for their associates and emerging leaders as a way to gain industry experience, build your pipeline, build your networking and personal skills, uh, because that's what we're all about. 
But fourth, as you mentioned, uh, we're a deal-making, you know, we're a deal-making organization first and foremost. It's in our name, Association for Corporate Growth. Um, if we're not helping members connect for uh, deal-making, building your pipeline, new business development, then we're not doing the right thing. So those are the four key things that we focus on. And uh, to your point, you know, we've been around for, ACG has been around for over 60 years in North America, where actually it's interesting timing as we are, as a chapter, ACG Toronto, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary in 2022. So we've got a number of new programs planned, um, but we're the third oldest chapter after New York and Chicago. And so have been, in, you know, integral in the growth of the mid-market deal-making ecosystem across North America. As you know, you are, Mario, you're one of the leading proponents of cross-border business in the in the sector. And so, you know, we work very closely, not only with our four chapters across Canada, but with many of our colleagues in the U.S. who are interested in doing business either with Canadian companies or, you know, bring, you know investing from the U.S. into Canada. So it's um, it very much focuses on personal relationships, deal-making, and uh, biz dev. And Mike, you kind of hit on to it for me in terms of why I, I believe that the ACG is so relevant for the deal-making community and particularly in its role as a, as a really a conduit for networking. It traditionally has been the organization that has focused on bringing uh, particularly U.S. private equity firms, private capital to our marketplace here in Canada. It really goes out of its way to encourage them to come and it really makes it relevant for them to go and look and find deals and sometimes find it amazing that, uh, you know, we in our marketplace, we look at who does deals at Canada. We often get caught up with obviously the Canadian pension funds who've been extremely successful at mm -hmm. the upper end of the market, you know, unbelievable right. global players, you know, and, yeah. like, you know, great for all of us, uh, great for our pensions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but people forget that, you know, at the middle market level, you know, those companies yeah. that are 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred mm -hmm. million dollars, the, the smaller middle market and middle market companies, the yeah. number one buyers of those companies in Canada are us private equity funds. They right. still are the dominant players in terms of, just as a, as a group, uh, because we don't have a lot of private equity funds uh, in Canada who focus mm -hmm. on the middle market. We just simply don't have a lot of them. And so what makes the ACG so unique is it is the organization that I find has been the most successful and really committed to bringing all these people to our marketplace, mm -hmm. really encouraging them to talk to the sell side advisors. And so I you know, wanted to get a sense from you. I mean, it appears from my end that you know that interest in canada keeps growing i know you are part of the reason for it you you create the events the opportunities to bring them here to kind right. of meet sell side advisors meet companies talk to people and so i i you know want to get a sense of where you're at with that because obviously that's been the history and the success of the acg but also where you're going in terms of of that because it just continues to grow the number of us private equity firms that are interested yeah, it does. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Um, as we all know, you know, we've been working in a predominantly virtual world for the last two years and early in 2020, uh, things slowed down. So that was a bit of a anomaly that year. But, you know, I was reading recently and uh, PE Hub Canada just had a quick review of the year in 2021. And, you know, commentary was that about 475 billion and, you know, was secured by close to 900 U.S. and Canadian bio growth equity venture capital secondaries and other PE vehicles. So it was uh, the second highest year ever in terms of transactions. And to, to your point, 
Um, I think as the U.S. market got more and more competitive and valuations got driven higher and higher, uh, you know, as U.S. private equity firms and other uh, investors looked to Canada because the market, while, you know, there were some good opportunities here, it wasn't perhaps as competitive. Valuations were a little bit lower or a little bit more reasonable. And so, you know, I think at the lower and mid-market end of the spectrum, that's what we saw in 2021 was a lot more companies coming here for opportunities. And so, you know, I think to your point, we are here to facilitate opportunities for our members, whether it's regional, east, west, national, across Canada or across border. And I think what we found is we all realized there was a different way to do business. You know, we, we were missing the in-person way of doing business, but there was still a way to find business. And I think that's where ACG, not only our, our chapter here in Toronto, but the network across North America what I found is my colleagues who run those chapters in the U.S. and Canada were very open to partnering on programming, uh, partnering on, you know, making introductions for members to connect. And so as a network, we actually work together in a different kind of way, but it still facilitated dialogue and growth and, you know, and, and connectivity. So I think that's what we've seen. And I think we all feel that the market's going to continue to be frothy because there's still a lot of capital on the sidelines. And, um, you know, I think as people start to travel again for business and we start to run conferences and seminars again, which we want to do, um, that activity will continue. So I think we're all, you know, reasonably positive that the, uh, the uh, growth that we saw last year will continue into 2022 and 2023. Mike, I wanted to do a plug and I, I promise that Mike uh, uh, does not pay me for this plug, but it's just because I'm a big believer in the ACG and I've seen it do the great work that it does. But the kind of premier event that the ACG does is what's called the Capital Connection. And as a person who's attended this event for over 20 years now, um, and I remember this event when it is, so this is a key event that brings all the capital providers together to meet uh, the local market participants and particularly, of course, sell side advisors who have deals that they want to pitch to them. But I remember when this event used to have 150 people, 200 people. And I know obviously before COVID, I, I know it was, it was huge. It was incredible how much it become, but I mean, this event continues to grow and grow Mike, and it kind of is the premier event of what you do, but it really shows the success of the ACG to attract all that, that U.S. capital for these kind of lower middle market, middle market companies. Um, and I was hoping maybe you could tell us a little bit about that event itself for those sure. people who don't know it, because it is such yeah. a pre premier event. And then, and then, you know, the, the plans, cause I'm with you, I'm dying to physically go back. Yes. We all <laughs> so are. We all hopefully are. for this fall, hopefully. So. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the, uh, the commentary, Mario. And, and look, I, you know, I'll be the first to say that yourself and Stites have been big supporters. Uh, I know you've participated, you've had, you know, many of your partners who have participated over the last few years, but you're right. Uh, Capital Connection is our premier property. Um, we will be hosting in excess of 40 programs uh, in the next year. And, uh, you know, majority of those will be back in person, probably 80% of them. Capital Connection is the National Conference for the Mid-Market. You're right. The last time we ran it in 2019, we had an excess of 700 people in Toronto in late fall and November for our annual conference. A couple of things I, you know, timing is, is interesting, but a couple of things I'd like to focus on. One is it's our 50th anniversary as a chapter. And in conjunction with that, it's the 20th anniversary for the Capital Connection Conference. So to that end, uh, in November, we will be hosting the conference, which is traditionally two days, which has a full conference day. 
uh, you know, a fairly significant reception, and then a, a program called DealSource, where we get uh, private equity firms and other capital providers to meet with investment banks and many advisory firms and pre-scheduled deal flow meetings. But we are going to be extending the conference uh, to celebrate our 50th anniversary uh, to three days this year. So there'll be a couple of new events added to the schedule. So November 14th, 15th, and 16th this year. And we're really looking forward to that because, as you know, Mario, we get a, a high percentage of people come in from other parts of Canada and the U.S. About 20% of our, our audience every year is, comes from the U.S. for Capital Connection. And so that whole week is going to be a busy, busy time in the city as, um, you know, we host events and other private events are hosted as well. So we're, we're really looking forward to, uh, to, that, to that conference. And I will say the other thing I'll, I'll mention is, and you know this, is our, we have been growing as a chapter. We've had a network of members in Ottawa that we've been uh, building up over the last four to five years. And uh, three years ago, we launched uh, a conference in Ottawa, which we have now rebranded as our Ottawa Capital Connection. So it's a, you know, it's a regional version of what we run in Toronto. And we're really looking forward to the fact that uh, when this podcast hits the air, uh, we'll have just announced that the Ottawa Capital Connection will be our first in-person conference in 2022, taking place on April the 20th and 21st. Uh, we had our first one back in 2019 was very successful, but I had about 150 people attend, but it's a, a really good regional event that brings uh, members from Toronto, from the private equity and M&A industry uh, with the corporate market, some government, you know, government uh, organizations in Ottawa. And then uh, we're partnering with our chapter in Montreal, ACG Quebec. So we'll be getting some traffic from across the border. And it's a very nice, you know, collection of um, people from Eastern Canada. So, if anyone's interested, uh, the Ottawa Capital Connection in April on the 20th and 21st, and then our Toronto Capital Connection will be November 14th to the 16th. And Mike, just to emphasize for our audience the, the really extent of the penetration uh, of the U.S. capital that attends, uh, I know mm -hmm. over 50 U.S. private equity firms attend the Toronto Capital Connection. Yeah, is that, is that yeah, fair? I think I think that's fair. I think you know we've we've had between private equity firms and some other capital providers. You know we've got a growing uh, family office, uh, you know, organ, uh, yeah. sector as I mean, well who are getting more direct investment. But to the private equity side, as well as the I bankers, yeah, we have we have a, a well over fifty who would attend you know every year. And that's as you said, that doesn't you know that doesn't discount the fact that there's a really strong Canadian contingent with the Canadian yes, private equity firms, sure. Canadian family offices, Canadian private capital, mm -hmm. and, and agreed. We're seeing more and more family offices doing deals in our marketplace, and they're making their presence known. Mm -hmm. um, and, and not not to forget, obviously, all the sell side advisors that are attending, yes. uh, who have deals to position, and and then obviously service providers. So it's it's um, it is kind of the go to event. I would say for our, our marketplace. Uh, and again, I want to discount all the other things you do, Mike, you said it very well, your thought leaders, your, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're exceptional at providing networking for members. And I know that's been a focus for the ACG, particularly given that we're home uh, and been in lockdown a lot the last uh, couple right. of years. So I uh, wanted to get your sense of, of what you're offering for members on, on that side of the equation, because sure. I know the ACG has done a great job of really trying to be relevant by increasing its programming. I know the family office, the lending programming, mm -hmm. you've really kind of tried to really add value in each each dimension of deal making. If yeah. I can say that. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's, you know, it's like we all have to adapt. You know, I think the, the, the favorite word everyone uses either adapt or pivot. 
And we had to do that back in the spring of 2020. And so we went from, you know, 95% of our programming being in person to 100% of it being online. But I think what we did learn is how to produce online content. And so, you know, between May of 2020 and now, we've, we've hosted close to 60 online programs from our Capital Connection, which we hosted twice online in uh, the fall of 2020 and 2021 to various uh, webinars and networking events. What it did do, Mario, too, is it provided some really good interesting or some uh, interesting partnership opportunities where we would, you know, partner with either our member companies or with other industry associations or with other ACG chapters. And that's where, you know, the online format worked really well. And look, you created a podcast. You've now become a, you know, global media star with your <laughs> podcast. That would never have happened without COVID. So good things, ha good things happen in crises, I guess. But we've all learned how to take advantage of technology and you've been one of them too. So, you know, I think what we've learned coming out of it though is we're certainly looking forward to going back to live events. Relationship building and networking is is really the, the core of what we do. But technology and uh, online, uh, you know, technology and online communication is 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 the incremental advantage that we all now we understand and we know is valuable. So I would say what we've learned coming out of this is 80 to 80% 80 of our content will be live, but the other 20% other 20 will be online or it'll be a hybrid of live and streaming like we're doing today. And so, uh, you know, we've all learned how to do it. And uh, it's at the right time with the right topic and the right speaker, uh, online content can be very valuable too. And, you know, and just to highlight, like I know one of the things, again, it goes to the core of the ACG network uh, is networking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to highlight to our members that, uh, you know, even when you have thought leadership and, you know, we've done, for example, webinars together on mid-market trends, right. we've done them on rep warranty insurance, we've done them on tech, but they also include a networking component after right. the event, which I think, again, goes to that core component of the power of the ACG's networking, um, fo focus on networking sure. and success. Yeah, look, I, I think at the end of the day, if we all had to choose between networking online, uh, you know, over Zoom or MS Teams or whatever, um, you know, there's no choice. There's no question that in-person is way better. But given what we were, the cards we were dealt and the limitations we had with, uh, with moving around, people still needed to connect. And I can tell you that the networking that we had both with our, within our chapter here with other ACG chapters, we did events with uh, chapters in ACG Boston, um, Los Angeles, Denver, Dallas, and a number of others. Um, it was great because that cross-pollination really works and people do want to meet. I mean, that's one of the, as you said, one of the core uh, value adds that ACG brings to the table is no matter who you're talking to in North America, if you're an ACG member, you're always talking to the mid-market sector. And so you're talking to the, the right kind of people. And the other thing I would say is, and I know that, Mario, you, you know, you and I have talked about this, our young professionals, our emerging leaders, the associates in your firm and across the industry who really rely on, you know, connecting with not only their peers, but with their senior management team. We've missed that for the last two years. So I do want to mention that our young professionals uh, program, we have a separate committee of, uh, you know, talented people under the age of 35 who run four to six programs a year. We did run some online stuff for the young professionals, but, you know, they really do want to get back out in person. So, you know, I just would, um, for any of our colleagues in the industry who are listening to this today, if you don't have any, if you don't have any of your associates 
on our young professionals mailing list, please get in touch with us. As I said, we'll be hosting four to six social and, you know, thought leadership events for young professionals. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's a big part of that professional development for people to, you know, young people in the industry to get out and build their soft skills, you know, in terms of the relationship building, all the stuff, Mario, you've been doing for 20, 25 years and myself, but, you know, young people can't do it when you're online. You've got to do it in person. And so that's what ACG will be able to provide this year. Agreed. And, and just, you know, I know, Mike, we've talked about uh, getting back to live events and I know we're, we're both uh, excited at the possibility. I know we, we have an event that's hopefully going to be live. Mm -hmm. uh, and frankly, that's right. In May is in May, which is the, um, which is our annual event that focuses on uh, middle market trends. Yeah. The PE &A uh, forecast. Yeah. And, and it's a kind of co-branded event between Steichman mm -hmm. and Steichman and an ACG. And I can tell you that, uh, that, that from uh, a person who's, who's been involved with this <laughs> event for years, that we have huge interest from people in the marketplace who are dying yes. to kind of get back out there and just right. meet people and network. And so, you know, on, on that front, you know, we look to the future, Mike, and I always ask this of all our guests, which is the kind of crystal ball question yeah. about where, where you think the ACG is going and the, and deal networking. And mm -hmm. um, I wanted to get your thoughts, especially after we, we've been through for the last couple of years, and you've already hinted on it, that obviously it's a yeah. combination a bit of both live and technology, but wanted right. to get any trends you see and, and, from an, the ACG generally and your, your experience of where you see things are going? Well, I think, you know, in, in all honesty, ACG, we're facilitators. I mean, you know, we, we follow the, the needs of our members. So we're very much a facilitator. What I would say, the things that I think we've learned in terms of how we can be as valuable or more valuable to the industry and our members moving forward. One is sector specific, practice specific, really targeted content is really what people want to hear, particularly if it's online, Mario. I think that, that is a big, big part of it. A couple of, you know, top two or three topics that have become way more relevant and, and, and for the right reasons uh, through the last two years, one would be uh, ESG and impact investing, you know, it was on the fringes of what we were talking about three years ago. It's now a core element of virtually everyone. I mean, you look at GPs and LPs are, you know, demanding it now in terms of their, you know, fundamentals of how they, you know, they evaluate companies so I think the ESG impact investing is one. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, it goes to the much bigger issue of social, you know, social justice and how people are treated. But DEI has become a much more important part of what we do. And I think the other thing, you know, which we all talk about it, but the human, area of human capital management, uh, you know, most important resources there are people, the ones that go up and down the elevators every day. I think there's been a bigger understanding and appreciation for how we have to deal with treating their staff teams and their management teams and, you know, areas around health and wellness and mental health issues and stress and pressure and all of those things. So like do any of those things impact the bottom line? Sure they do. But three or four years ago, we probably wouldn't have paid much attention to them, but they all do. And so they're now part of the discussion. So in addition to everything else, which is there's still a lot of money on the sidelines that has to be deployed. People have figured out how to do due diligence and valuation virtually, but we'll be getting back to, you know, doing it in a probably more traditional way. And it's a pretty healthy market, despite the fact that interest rates and inflation are probably going to impact us this year. I still see the, inter you know, the industry being robust. But look, one of the things we're all dealing with is back to work. Who's going back to work? How long are they going back to work? How often are they going back to work? You and I have talked about this, you know, working from our home offices for two years. 
Uh, fundamentally, there's going to be a different way to do business. And those topics I mentioned around, you know, ESG impact investing, DEI, and then human capital management are all going to have a bigger say in how we run the business and how the industry runs. So it's going to be different, but, you know, I think we've adapted pretty well and we'll continue to adapt. So I see the industry being very healthy, but I guess we're just going to be doing business, you know, a different way, but that's what we do. We adapt and move ahead. Mike, I look forward to obviously participating in, in many live events with the ACG Toronto. Thank you for joining us today. It's been great to hear the story of the ACG and uh, hear about all the events that you have planned. And I'm super excited about your physical events. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, uh, but thank you for joining us today. Mario, thank you for the opportunity. I, I have to put in a plug here just to wrap up. And just by saying, when I joined ACG seven years ago, you were one of the first people that I talked to about content and co-promotions and doing things a little bit differently. And you were very open at the time. And I think that's why the partnership has worked very well. It's become a model that we've you know, used with other members and other industry partners. And I think that's been a big part of why the ACG Toronto chapter has grown is that we've been able to you know, partner more and look for specific opportunities uh, around content, which we're now going to be doing online as well as in person. And I think that's, uh, that's healthy for the future. So thanks to you for your, uh, your willingness to get involved and support and provide opportunities. Um, and I'm looking forward to, as you say, looking forward to working with you and, and our other friends in the industry too, uh, as we return to live events in 2022. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mario. Take care.